0: Hey there and welcome to the Two Mom Life podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. Everybody, welcome. I'm your host, Jodi Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms Receive practical advice and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. So, here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here, is to you.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Two Mom Life podcast. It is a pleasure to be here today with Deborah David, who will tell you more about herself, but. She is a master meal planner. And I'm really excited to learn more about this, to have Deborah on. And I just want to mention that Deborah came to me through Gila Levitt, who was one of our most popular podcast episodes ever about intimacy and marriage. So if you love Gila, I think you're gonna love this. (laughs) And thanks for joining us. Deborah, thank you so much for being here. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, who you are, and what you do.
2: Sure. So first of all, Jody, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So my name is Deborah David. I live in Yushalayim. I've been living here for about 16 years, and I have eight kids. Uh, And I, in the past, I worked as a life coach, and then I stopped really to focus on my kids. Um, Recently, I've been trying to get back into time management coaching. And one of the things I've been doing is meal planning. I'm helping women plan their meals for the week and customize it for each one.
1: Awesome, awesome. And yeah, I think meal planning is such a, is such a great way to like cut down on the time that we spend and the headspace that we spend. So, mm-hmm. so tell me, like break it down for us. What is meal planning? What's your definition of meal okay, planning?
2: Okay, so let's hear. So exactly. So what is this meal planning that we're talking about? So meal planning is basically just planning out your week, Um, making a customized, customized chart that works for you and your family, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing, it's just got to work for you. And having this chart that's just up there on the kitchen cabinet up there on the fridge, where you can see it. And all you got to do is just look, you know, every morning, the night before in the afternoon, whenever it is, and you see, you know, what am I making today? What am I making for dinner or for lunch, or, you know, whichever meal you're looking at?
1: Okay, great. So it's basically having some sort of visual of, you know, the meals that you're going to be making and serving for the week. So break that down for me, like a little bit more, maybe you can elaborate, like, do you recommend that one has a meal plan, say up on the fridge, just, you know, per week, are you serving the same meals every week? Or is it a monthly type of great question? Great
2: question. Okay, so templates that I have really are very individualized, um, based on each family I've done templates for women where they have lunch and dinner and it's the same thing every week some people like to vary it you know their family can't handle having the same thing every single week so they'll have you know maybe the same lunch every week but it'll have d- different dinners um, you know it'll be a two-week plan um, the dinners might be similar it'll be let's say you know spaghetti with meatballs and then the next week will be you know rice with a meat sauce meaning it'll be a similar idea but to change it up a little bit. So you know, your family doesn't get bored. You could do a template that's the meals for the kids, and then the meals for the parents. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, if you have little kids, the little kids are eating one thing, and the parents are eating something else. Or you could do little kids and teenagers, something like that. So templates really vary, you know, really what is works for your family. That's the key is not comparing yourself to anybody else, but making it work for you guys. And that's it. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, you know, as you're talking about this, like I could see for myself having a ground beef day and a fish day. And like, then we have Shabbat, which is usually chicken. But like on the ground beef days, one week I could do meatballs and another week I could do meatloaf. And then exactly.
2: Uh-huh, fish, you got it.
1: Yeah. Tilapia versus salmon or, you know, exactly, so
2: exactly. A fish day, a meat day, a chicken day, a pasta day. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So there are, Yeah. And so there are a lot of different ways that you can you can do this. And you know, I love that. Just customize it to your family. So okay, so let's back up for a second. What are the benefits of of meal planning? And I think especially in this day and age, you know, where we are with COVID and the pandemic and you know, what are the benefits of meal planning in general and right now, (laughs) specifically?
2: It's great that you bring this up. Um yeah, we were we were just debating ourselves, you know, whether meal planning, whether People can listen to meal planning right now. Who is the head for this with everything going on with the pandemic and kids in school and kids not in school? Like who can actually think about this? But the truth is, is that by sitting down and making a meal plan, um, it's just one less thing off of our plate, you know, once we actually do it. Um, so what's so great about meal planning? Number one, um, what, one of the most stressful questions I think that our kids ask us. Joe, do you want to guess what it is? what's for dinner (laughs) exactly exactly when I hear that like mom what's for dinner it's like ah like don't ask me that right and when we do have an answer it's great right yes exactly so sometimes when we don't know what we're making for dinner the whole afternoon is like in the back of our head we're kind of thinking like oh gosh like what am I making for dinner tonight right instead of all the other things we want to be focusing on or just spending quality time with our kids we're kind of thinking about what am I making for dinner so number one the best benefit is just having this plan of just knowing what we're making and we'll just feel more calm relaxed you know happier because we, we we have a plan that's number one number two because we have the plan so we can prepare properly right if we need to defrost something the night before or in the morning or if we need to soak something the night before or just having the right ingredients right sometimes we want to make something. It's six o'clock. We're about to make dinner, and then we're like, "Oh gosh, I don't have that ingredient. Scratch that, right?" Or we want to make something, and we're like, "Oh, but I didn't defrost it. You know, we can't make that, right?" So if we have our plan, if we have our chart hanging up, you know, clearly, so we know, you know, when I when do I need to defrost this, um, or soak this, or what time should I start making this? Or if, if I have an open window in the morning, if I know what I'm making, I could just quickly make, you know, make the side dish or make the main dish or whatever it is. So that's really great. Um, Or sometimes we're just out of an ingredient and then we run to the local, you know, the local uh, supermarket, that's more expensive, you know, yeah. So one woman told me that she saved so much money on her on her shopping bills, because she just she had the plan. And once you have the plan, um, you can make a shopping list that's almost the same every week. Mm -hmm. So it actually really also helps with your food shopping. Whether you do online shopping or you go to the supermarket, but it ends up being almost the same every week or every other week because you have your, you know, you have your ingredients that you need that end up being the same each week. Um, so it makes the food shopping easier, and it just makes that whole, uh, you know, process of of making meals, which is so much part of our day, so much easier when we have the plan. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that. So I think, you know, the main points that I heard you hit on, and let me know if I missed any, but so food shopping, like shopping just becomes easier, shopping becomes less expensive, just naturally, because you can you can plan better. Um, the headspace <laughs> that you're spending on thinking about, you know, what to make for dinner throughout the day is eliminated, basically, and also, the frustration that comes about when you mm-hmm. realize that you don't have a particular ingredient or you, as you said, like the chicken's still frozen, you can't make that. And then, and then, like, I'm thinking of a chart with like happiness, child happiness. <laughs> like, right. It goes through the roof, because when they ask what's for dinner, you have an answer, right? Mm-hmm. You have an answer. So
2: right.
1: did I miss anything there?
2: No, I think you got it.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. So yeah, I can definitely see how, how this is beneficial and how it's something that I want to build in, you know, personally from my, from my life. Okay. So walk us through. So, so how, how do we meal plan? How, how do we do it? Yeah. And maybe what walk us through one or two examples of like a mom who wants to serve the same thing every, every day and a mom who wants some more Some more variety
2: like okay so first okay great great so first let's do um so how do we do this great question the first thing we want to do is we want to sit down either by ourselves do it with our family with our kids make a list of all the meals that your family likes to eat it's really great to include your family because then they'll be more you know into it if they you know if they know what you're doing make a list of all the meals that your family likes then the next thing i suggest is picking about five people that you could go to, whether it's family members, coworkers, neighbors, you know, your kids, friends, and ask each of them for another two meals that their family really likes, Mm. okay? Because then you've got another 10 meals, and of those 10 meals, you could pick maybe two or three that will work for your family. You know, not Mm. all of them will work, but it could be that another two or three would be good ideas that could work for your family as well. So you build this list. That's the first thing you want to work on, is building a list that works for your family, you know you want it to be just easy simple quick healthy meals right that's what we're looking for you know i don't think anyone is interested in really complicated meals fancy meals we don't need that okay and again we want to we want to take the pressure off of ourselves we don't want to feel like i think sometimes women feel like they need to be making these complicated fancy meals right we don't need that we just we want to feed our family we want them to be healthy we want them also just be quick and easy meals. Okay. And again, if we are going to our friends and neighbors, so just, just on the one hand, we want to ask them, but on the other hand, not to compare ourselves to anybody else. Each family is so different. And our dietary needs are so different. Like, whatever they do is fine. We're just trying to get ideas from them. But don't compare yourself like, oh, my gosh, they're making this meal. And, you know, I can't do that. Don't go there. Uh-huh. We just want to get, you know, good meals from them. But really take the pressure off of yourself and do what's good and easy for you without comparing yourself to anybody else. That's number one. Number two, the next thing is really just, it's like a puzzle. It's really, you know, you have your template, I have a whole bunch that I could send women afterwards, whoever's interested, and you see what kind of template works for you. As I said, you could do a template that's, you know, parents and kids or older kids and younger kids, you could do a template that's the same week, the same thing you could do, you know, every two weeks, you could do breakfast, lunch, dinner, just lunch and dinner, whatever works for you. That's the first thing. And then just trying to fit it all in. Let's say you have a very busy day on Wednesdays, you know, you work late that day. So you know, Wednesdays, it's got to be an easy meal. Okay, Mondays, I have more time in the afternoon, it could be a bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. um, You know, or maybe Mondays, I want to double the recipe. And that way I have the same side dish for Monday. And then again, on Wednesday. You know, something like that. Let's say, you know, a Fleischick is lunch one day. So then dinner, I know can't be milked like in three park, you know, things like that. So it's really kind of a puzzle of just trying to fit everything in and seeing that it works for you. Um, again, it doesn't, you don't have to feel like I'm making this chart and now it's going to be our family's chart for the next 10 years, you know? <laughs> Guaranteed. It's you know, in a few months from now, it's good to you know go back and revisit the chart and you know yeah. adjust things because the family gets bored. They really like this meal, and now all of a sudden they don't like this meal anymore. Yeah, you know that. Um, so it's good to make you know make a chart and then revisit it and see you know see what works, see what didn't work, and you know play around mm. with it.
1: That. That's great, and I I love um what you said earlier about involving the family. In putting together this list, and I'm I'm thinking even if you have you know older kids, they can even have some input or map out like which days are what meals. And and yeah. one piece of advice that I received once from a nutritionist, um, just for my kids and my family, was make sure at every meal that there's at least one thing. That each kid likes. And Mm -hmm. I want to get to that with you of of your take on, you know, picky eaters and all of that. But but um, something that we do is at every meal, I really do my best to make sure there's at least one thing that every child likes. And I I have four, not eight. So it's a little easier for me, but. That way that child, you know, at least can eat that, but I'm not going and making a million different dishes for a million different kids. Like if they just eat the bread, they just eat the bread and Mm -hmm. that's okay. And that's also become, it's like become our family norm, you know, and other families do it differently. But for us, everybody knows that there's going to be at least one thing, even if it's not their favorite thing, Mm -hmm. but at least one thing that they can eat at dinner
2: time. Right, that's great. Okay, just one more thing I want to mention about the template, some of the templates I have, it has a space for notes, uh, which you can add in either who's making the meal, It can be mean, older child or yourself, or your husband, um, it could be in the notes, you know, defrost this the night before, or double this recipe, you know, little things like that, which really help that sometimes we forget about, but if we have it in the notes right there on our chart, you know, it'll just remind us to do it.
1: That, yeah, that's mm-hmm. excellent. And so Just tell us where can where can the ladies listen? Where can they get these templates?
2: The truth is either um, I googled myself last night, just I was just curious, I googled uh, meal plan templates, and I found some really fun or beautiful templates, you know, colorful, um, that you could either just print up yourselves. you could just type into um, meal plan templates, you could find so many. Um, or you could get in contact directly with me. And I'm happy to, to send you the different varieties that I have.
1: Great. And Either what's way. your what's your email address? We'll put it in the show notes. But how can people,
2: okay. um, people can get in touch with me, Debra, D E V R A A six one three at gmail.com.
1: Okay, great. So we'll put that in the show notes. Um, if you'd like to get Debra, Debra's, <laughs> Debra's <laughs> templates. Um, okay, so so you've given us a little bit of an outline of how we do it? Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, Or should we move into how to address picky eaters?
2: Yeah, I think yeah, picky eaters is I think a big question that a lot of mothers have that, you know, most of the family likes this meal, but then one or two kids, they just, you know, they don't. So what do we do with those kids or those family members who don't like what everyone else is eating? So I have a few suggestions. One idea is Let's say they like Tuesday night's meal, but they don't like Wednesday night's meal. So you could just know, you know, Tuesday night's meal, I'm always going to make a bit extra and I'm going to save it for this kid. Mm -hmm. Wednesday night when I make the meal for everybody else. So this child, they have their meal from Tuesday night that they could have again Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. That's one idea. Um, Or another idea is that you just have like a general rule in your house that like whoever doesn't like this meal, so they can always have like what I quote, an easy meal which could be, you know, crackers with tuna or, you know, rice cakes with peanut butter and just cut up vegetables, something that I'm not preparing, um, you know, but it's just something we have in the house. It's, you know, they could take it themselves or, it's, you know, it's easy to have and everyone just knows if I don't like the meal. So then there's this option without the pressure without feeling bad, you know, it's just there. Um, it could be cereal and milk, you know, whatever it is. Um, but it's just there that everybody knows, you know, this is what, we, you know, if you don't like it, so okay, you can have this instead. hmm
1: Yeah, that's, that's great. And I think so important, as you said, to take away any shame around it. It's just, it is what it is. If, if right. you don't like it, or you don't feel like this tonight, mm-hmm. then you know what your options are. And it's right. something just, simple. You know. Yeah, that you don't have to worry about. Right. And exactly. I guess, I guess that could be something that you involve the kids in also when you're coming up with a list of meals, you could have them give input into the alternatives.
2: Definitely right. And and the more input they have, the more they'll be willing to go along with it, you know, and less complaining because they came up with it, you know, and they helped come up with the ideas. So they'll be more, you know, they'll be more into it.
1: Great. Well, um, thank you. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What else do you want to share?
2: <laughs> I wanted to mention one more thing is. Sometimes, you know, we have our plan, like, okay, today I'm making this, but then things, you know, things come up unexpectedly. So you, you're not feeling good, or a kid gets sick, you get to the doctor, your car breaks down, or whatever it is. And it's like, oh gosh, I didn't have time to make this meal. So another thing I like to suggest is just to have a plan in your head of what it is that you do on the unexpected days. It could be that you make, you know, you have a meal that's always in the freezer for these for these days. And if you use it, so then you know, you make a new batch and then you put that one in the freezer. It could be that you have a frozen meal from the supermarket that might not be so healthy, but it's just, it's just there in the freezer for you know days like this. When we need it, I have something, I could pull it out. Or it could be, like we said before with the picky eaters, it could be a day like this. Okay, so we eat, you know, crackers with tuna or we make sandwiches that day or something like that. Mm. But it just eliminates that kind of panicky feeling of like, oh gosh, I'm gonna come home to no meal you know, what are we going to do? So you just again, it's that idea of always having a plan of just knowing what to do whenever there's a plan for really anything in life, then it takes away that, that overwhelmed feeling and helps us feel calm and more relaxed and be able to handle the situation better.
1: That is really cool. Because also, then you know, when you're shopping, you know, to always, you know, kind of do an inventory of your kitchen cupboards and make sure that you have the crackers and the tuna fish or the pasta.
2: Speaking of that, I just love to mention um, when you do have your shopping list, um, one thing that I do is I have just a piece, a blank piece of paper on my fridge that goes up as soon as I come back from the food shopping because, you know, as soon as we come back, we always remember that thing that we forgot, right? Um, (laughs) So then I just write it down. I say, okay, I didn't get it this week. You know, it's going on the list for next week and I just put it on right away or as soon as I see that we, Finish something, we finish the peanut butter, it goes right on the list, you know? And I just, because I have a piece of paper there, mm. so it's just so easy to just add on whatever I remember throughout the week.
1: Right. Like you want to make things easy for yourself, easy and simple, exactly. versus having to dig in a drawer for a yeah, scrap piece if of we paper.
2: Yeah. If we don't have that piece of paper, then we might think in our head, like, okay, you know, I need to buy this week more dish soap and more toilet paper and more diapers. But if we don't write it down, it just stays in our head. And the more things we have in our head, the more we just, it's just, again, that overwhelmed feeling of, you know, if I can't handle everything, because it's all in my head, as soon as we write things, it just takes all that out. It's there. It's on a piece of paper. We don't need to think about it. Yeah. That's the same thing with the meal plan. The same thing with food shopping, the same thing with, you know, cooking for Shabbos, anything really.
1: Yeah, no, I think that that's, that's so key and so crucial and also so simple. Like sometimes we don't realize how much we actually can do to help ourselves Mm -hmm. because we do like we get into this state of overwhelm of, oh, there's so much or like forgetfulness. Like I keep forgetting to buy the peanut butter every time I go to the Mm -hmm. store and we don't realize or take a minute to just slow down and and implement one teeny tiny habit of putting a blank piece of paper right. up on the fridge or mm-hmm. having a pad on the counter, you know, so it's, right. and, and so this is like something that for all of you listening, like this is something that I want to encourage you to do this week is notice one thing, whether it's related to shopping or meal planning, or some other aspect of life, like, what is one thing that you keep feeling really stressed about, really overwhelmed about. And just think about like, is there one teeny tiny way that I can or one simple way that I can make this easier on myself? And if it's something and you have no idea, like feel free to email me and I'll help you work through it. Because um, Deborah, I think I mean you just hit on such a such a crucial thing. And the way that we feel less overwhelmed, the way that we feel more calm is it can be just by implementing teeny tiny little habits and changing bit by bit, one by one. And before you know it, you feel like a new person because suddenly you feel present and exactly not that's constantly right. thinking about right. everything. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining me today. Is there anything else that you want to share before we say goodbye?
2: I think that's it. If anyone, uh, you know, wants help with specifically with the meal planning, again, they can contact me directly, I'd be happy to help women go through and, you know, customize their chart with them. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what an amazing offer. So ladies, if you'd like to dig more into meal planning, if you'd like to have someone at your side helping you map this out contact deborah her email is in the show notes and thank you all so much for tuning in thank you for listening i know your time is precious and don't take it lightly that you choose to spend it here with us on the two mom life podcast if you love this episode Please 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 forward it to a friend send them a text with a link or leave us a review on iTunes we really appreciate it and it helps other mamas get the support that they need to help make motherhood just a
0: little easier thanks again see you next time thank you for tuning in to the two mom life podcast if you liked what you heard today please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled up and in balance, or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life, or to explore how we can work together, visit my website, loveadventuremom.com, or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.